You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban and writer at Mavs.com. What you got for me, Isaac? So today, my wife and I went to Petco. Oh, did you, did you bring the dog? No, I didn't. I was getting something for the dog, uh, but we had to go somewhere before Petco. Uh, so it didn't take the dog. Every time I bring Laker to Petco, he pees on the corner of the aisles. Every single time. Are you time. serious? Yes. Dogs oh. like always do that. There, There's always pee in those aisles. Always. What the heck? Um, I did not see a dog pee today. But so we went there to – so we're trying – like I have a golden doodle. She gets super, super hyper. And so like we're trying to break her out of – Jumping on the yeah, the counter, she gets stuff off the counter. She jumps on the, the counter, like all the way on uh, top of the counter. No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> but she she puts her paws on top of the counter and just yeah. snags can snag crap. And uh, but like she, you know, she jumps on us and she's just in that super stage. So we've talked to a lot of people and they're like, hey, why don't you try? Not really a shock collar. It is a shock collar. It vibrates. But, yeah, it, like vibrates, but it does like shock. It sends like a little uncomfortable thing but they say yeah. you know it's just it's not super painful so we dished out a good little chunk for one of those we get home now keep in mind i'm i'm more attached to the dog than my wife like the dog's like my daughter like i love my dog i'm sorry mark cuban just posted a, a video on instagram of him at a jennifer lopez concert so carry on that's the weirdest thing ever <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so i said i set the collar up and everything and this is what i'm going to ask you do you think I'm crazy because I tell my wife, if my dog is going to be shocked by this, I'm getting shocked by it first. And so and like I, to test it or every single time? Not every time. I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> no, like, but I grabbed the shock, the shock thing. I yeah. turned it to one of the high levels. What? Why would you start? <laughs> because you start I want to I know how it's going to affect her. Why would her? you start low? <laughs> well, I started low and I couldn't feel it. So then, like, it has like okay. a a bunch of settings in low and then yeah, a bunch yeah. of settings high. And I went into one of the highest settings and I put my hands on it and I pushed the button and man, that thing shocked my hand so hard. Like the tip of my fingers that I had on the two, like, like they went numb for like thirty minutes. And my wife thought I was the craziest person ever. But I'm like, you know what? If my dog's gonna get shot by it, I'm getting shot by it first. I thought your hair looked different today. I, <laughs> I took pride in it. So is that something like stupid or crazy or no? See everybody listening to this. If you don't know by now, like if you, if you listen to Isaac and you listen to the way that he covers the Mavericks and the way that he stands up for guys and the jerseys and the way yeah. that he stands up for people, you know, Isaac's a ride or die. Like Isaac is a guy that will ride or die for anyone. Oh, I like, do. Anyone that like he loves the Ravens, UNC for like, and it almost seems like no reason. But once he decides that he's gonna ride or die, he will ride or die. 
Like, I will probably have to kick Isaac off of this podcast <laughs> at some point if he, like, shouldn't be on it for some reason, like, for family reasons or something. So that's what you that's what you do. And you do that for your dog, too. It is weird, yep. but that's what you do. You're like, I'm doing this. I'm in here. I'm with. I'm in this with you. I am. I'm like, I, I, I feel you. Cause Even I for your first. dog. I am a ride or die. Yeah. I'm like a ride if you got you know, good snacks kind of guy. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> and then you hop off. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like some of the calves. Holy crap. Oh man. Okay. So Woj tweeted today this story that Tyloo's job is safe in nine days. If Tyloo is fired, how many people in America would be surprised? Like 0%? Nobody. <laughs> nobody. I, okay. So None. obviously we don't None watch people. The, I don't watch the calves that often. I mean, here and there I watched, three and a half quarters or two and a half quarters today against the Rockets before the Mavs game came on. Oh my gosh. Like it is as advertised. Yeah. Some of the worst basketball I've ever seen played in the past, like two years, like just not even caring. Like Like they don't even care. Their defense is just like, like, you know how you say you should, you know, use your arms in defense a lot, you know, or use your, like use your legs and, and move and, you know, stuff like that. The yeah. Cavs use their eyes more than any other body part on defense. You know, oh, like they just look and watch stuff, just watch it run that, by them. That stock that you bought in Isaiah Thomas, I'll sell you my stock <laughs> because you can you can have that man. Yeah, like, it's got it's got to be on a different team. It's it, it was rough all around, and like even like Mark Jackson, Jeff Van Gundy went after him completely. Went after LeBron. Then at halftime, Jalen Rose is sitting there saying, "These guys haven't quit on the Cavs. They've quit on LeBron." Like saying that you know, like LeBron needs to step up if they want if he wants to carry this title as the best player in the league. Then he needs to step up and like show effort and show that he cares. And he like it reminds it reminds you so much of like the LeBron. Boston series like before he left and just like you know what who who gives a crap right now (laughs) all right we're back we had a technical difficulty uh something happened I will not say what happened exactly but things happened I blame Laker I blame Laker even though he's sleeping and being very good right now yeah like LeBron's LeBron's leadership is is just it's interesting it's sort of it's an enigma like the guys won two titles or three titles and so he's definitely a leader you know like how many has he lost He's lost a bunch, but you know um, I, just, I couldn't remember how many is Dirk won. <laughs> you know, like he's like um, LeBron is definitely a leader, but it's just the way he leads. Whoa, so, whoa, whoa! Hold so on, you're not gonna go right under like slip that little jab in there, uh, like sweep it underneath the rug that you one took up for LeBron and then took a jab at Dirk. <laughs> Get your Laker <laughs> little Shaq loving golden boy. <laughs> big baller brand face hey, back to the los angeles i i purged my my instagram today and i unfollowed all the big baller brands and all of them what I wanted to let what? you guys all know thank you welcome back to the lord nick <laughs> <laughs> i don't really ever see them on there but i just saw it and i was like no nah, i'm done i'm done good lord anyway so a question i wanted to ask you so we agree the mavs suck <laughs> we agree the Cavs suck which would you rather be? Would you rather suck like the Mavs suck, a lottery team that's actually bad, that has a bad record? Or would you rather suck like the Cavs, who are like just good enough to stay in the playoffs and stay relevant, but they have all this other drama around them, just swirling around them all the time, where it's just, I mean, constant turmoil? 
I mean, I have more emotionally invested into the Mavericks, so when they suck, I'm more like upset about it than when the Cavs suck. When the Cavs suck, I think it's hilarious. But would but, you rather the Mavericks suck? Like, like, well, which one I'd had to pick? I mean, you'd have to pick the Mavericks because there's an explanation. Like, we're so young, and you know, our second best players, our rookie and Dennis, and our structures there. Where there's no drama, like everything with that. There's not like, even though it's a, a rough record in like losing season there's still like you can find positivity around the organization like you can find things to hold your hat on in cleveland you got the so-called goat you know like whatever um, so much and, so much expectation on them yeah and like they've just everything with that there's so much drama there's so much just surrounding that whole team like i can't even imagine covering that team and just I, <laughs> everything with that and all that being said, though, I would still rather if the Mavs sucked like like the Cavs do. Okay. It would be interesting. Never a dull moment. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's never a dull moment. You're going to, as a media person, there's always going to be clicks uh, to be had, a.k.a. Chris Haynes. And wow. Wow. <laughs> Just straight up shots. That story is. Anyway, the um, but with like Cleveland. But he would take a meeting. Isaac, Isaac, he would take the meeting. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, but, but now, like, it reminds me so much of, like, that Boston series with LeBron before he left. Yeah. And you can just tell he's just deflated. You, there's not a, there's not a, there's not a player in the league right now that is looking forward to February 8th more than LeBron. <laughs> and, oh, I know. Cause that, that will determine so much of the second half of the season. And, man, Isaiah Thomas. It looks bad. Yeah, all the stock that I was buying in him is uh, it's at an all-time low right now. So I'm just, see ya. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. If you're still buying, you can have mine. I'm not buying well, anymore. I'm holding out. I'm buying any more shares, but I'm not selling any of mine either. I'm keeping it. Yeah, I, I would keep it for hopefully like a, a week of resurgence. And if he has like three games of like thirty points, sell it. Sell it quick. <laughs> he he will at some point this year. He'll have a stretch where he's on fire. Okay. All shooters do. All shooters do. In the NBA or G League? Speaking of shooters that are on fire, Dirk Nowitzki tonight, 55% from the floor, 43% from three. Started out hitting his first couple threes. Him and Barnes had the first you know, 17 points of the game. It's good seeing Dirk still still good. For all the people that say Dirk, still, that Dirk sucks now, they just – Please get off the podcast. If you they, still think that they suck. I'll just say just, that. You can. <laughs> and stop that's listening. the last time I'm going to use the word "suck" on this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it was just it's fun to watch. It's still fun to watch. It's fun to watch wins. At least for me, um, I like seeing the guys get rewarded with a win because we see the hard work that these guys put in. You saw it on Dennis's face in that fourth quarter. And, you know, that fourth quarter is just kind of wild all around both teams. It was almost like both the coaches is like, all right, I'll just go out there and play pickup. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, whatever happens, happens. And uh, But you can just tell Dennis really wanted that. He was getting frustrated towards the end with some calls. The guys wanted it. Barnes, Barnes was pissed. And Barnes got mad. And he threw that dunk home and just everything with it. I was just, I was really happy that. Just losing takes a toll on you, and that's one. That's one of the other like 
things with like tanking that I think tanking has so much of a mental effect on you as a player and yeah, that's it, true. So, but so yeah, I was happy for him, even though a lot of um, wishy-washy fans are not. Dirk was plus twenty in the fourth quarter. And he played six and Dang. six minutes and fifty seconds. Speaking of plus minus, I know it's off topic, but at one point Chris Paul was plus forty something tonight against the Cavs. Jeez, forty seven plus forty seven, I think against still. The Cavs. <laughs> Still, that's so much. But oh man, oh wait, was it uh was it raw or was it adjusted plus minus? And can you explain that to me, please? That's hilarious, man. That's one of the can we tell that story? Ever. We ha- we can. It was in a media scrum. Yeah, I mean, it was at the press conference, though. So I've seen a couple people tweet about it. So our friend Saad, who is with ESPN slash Dallas Morning News, Dallas Morning. Okay, he's been like with a bunch of different organizations, but uh. He so he's in Dallas Morning News. He's he's a the lot, paper. He's he's with the paper, the news, and uh, he's he always sits in the front row during press conferences. He asks Carlisle questions a lot. He's you know one of the mainstays that's always there, and he at, starts to ask a question to Rick Carlisle after a recent home game. I can't remember what game it was, but they uh, he asks a question about somebody specific plus minus. He goes. Now, you know, Coach, you're you're a big plus-minus guy, and Carlisle gives him this look, and Saad's asking the question, but he's looking down at his paper, so he doesn't really realize it. And then Carlisle starts to, like, jab back at him, and Carlisle does Carlisle's like, how do you know I am? Carlisle makes this face, and he, like, looks at people. What, like, he has, like, an eyebrow up, and, like, yeah. it, like his nose kind of, like, shrinks up a little bit, and he's, like, gives this face, like, how do you know that? How do you know that I'm a big plus-minus guy? Like, all this stuff. Even though, honestly, he brings up plus-minus for individual players every single post-game press. All the time. Every single one. And so he's like, he asks Saad how he knows that. And he's like, well, you know, tries to give an answer. And he was like, are we talking raw or are we talking adjusted? And he was like, uh, raw. And Carlisle looks at him and goes, can you explain to me the difference? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I lost it. And then, yeah, we were all laughing. And uh, <laughs> that also explain gives you a sense to where Carlisle is at mentally on the season that we just got beaten again. Yeah, it was after he, a loss, and he's making a joke that it's kind of like, all right, I know this how the season's going. So yeah, yeah, I mean they're definitely out of the playoffs now. So there's like yeah. no possible way. So that was just really funny. Anyway, plus minus. So plus minus. Dwight Powell had. Decent game. Some people Dwight Powell was to- leading the Mavs in scoring after three quarters. And let me tell you, Isaac Harris, that has never happened in Dwight Powell's stint with the Mavs. He has led the Mavericks in scoring one time, but he was tied with Yogi with uh, 21 points each. And that was a loss by like 13 to the Suns last year. Last huh. year. The Suns were like even worse last you year. You want me to throw some speculation out at you? Okay. I think they're showcasing Dwight. Oh, should we start like, getting some Dwight trades? He started the past two games. Um, Maxi logged one minute. Yeah, I was gonna say Maxi didn't not even, play at all tonight. Motley, we'll we'll talk about Motley in a second. <sighs> Motley didn't play, so like, what? There's no other explanation, you know. So, I really think that that could be. The um, thing. Like, I don't know about no explanation. Like, you can always say matchups. Uh, I was going to say, I was already making this face at Nick until I realized it was a joke. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's another great. Carlisle thing is every time we'd ask that's him a awesome. question about a, 
a specific player, he would say matchups. He would yeah, not well, even say specifics. Just like when is matchups. when is Seth Curry coming back? I don't know. It just depends on the matchups, you know. <laughs> <laughs> how his uh, how his tibia matches up with his kneecap, you know. Like, How's Nerlens <laughs> in his thumb? Well, it, the matchups really affect. If it. his condiments match up with our condiments, then you. Know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I think this could be be a subtle thing right now because, like you said, it's almost you know. I need to look at it. I'm assuming it's com- impossible for the playoffs now. Completely impossible. No, come on. <laughs> like mathematically, like they impossible. are what are they now? They're six, uh, 17 and 36 with yeah. with 29 games left, like 28 games left. It's So like they could know, win every single game and probably make it, but why why I mean I you know, you, when you got Maxi, you're using one of Motley's call-up days for this, you know, and you're not even playing them at all, like any minutes. I just, th- I just think you're playing Dwight thirty something minutes. You're starting him. I just really think it, it's a time for them to say, "Hey, here's here's a guy that can be really serviceable for somebody off the bench, aka the New York Knicks or somebody like that." So, yeah, that's another podcast. That's definitely a podcast we should go through and see if if they're going to try to trade Powell, where they could send him and, and who they could potentially send him to. You know. Powell has a lot of in the, this another thing like we, you know, obviously I've had my fair share of jokes against pal um for his like play and stuff but like within the organization it's kind of like west but i would take it even a little step farther than west because there's a lot of the players that's really like close friends with him and like when west is like this mentor like um you know not not like drill sergeant but like this mentor get after really super hard competitor Dwight Powell is this really, really hard practice player, but he's also really close friends with some of the players on the team too and really smart. Um, the organization really likes him personally, so it wouldn't be as easy. You know, trading him and Wes would be, you know, really difficult for them personally. Yeah, I, I mean, cut to Mavs fans saying, eh. <laughs> I mean, I don't care what – I mean, they don't care about it. I'm just letting them know. Yeah, yeah. That he's liked. It's not like – I mean – it's not like Nerlens, you know. <laughs> it's like he's liked, but like Nerlens isn't hanging out with. You know, Dwight has some really close friends in the locker room. They like Nerlens, but they like like Dwight Powell. They like Nerlens, but it's you know completely different situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. Uh, what did you think about Fox in this game? Yeah, I mean, I think he's streaky, super athletic. So it, it's just crazy. His little mid range jumper was going down. No, he he's not bad in the mid range. I mean, just three-pointer oof um yeah but no he's he's not bad in the mid-range and he can get to the rim almost at ease i like his game he had that dunk on barnes that was like yeah he like hit the rim yeah yeah, and it kind of went in one of those weird like he wedged it between his hand and the rim and then it just kind of went in if you know he had that weird uh or that uh completely blown missed layup at the end (laughs) oh yeah well he had seven points in the in the fourth so yeah, no, I like him. I think he has a really high upside on the defensive end also. Yeah. Yeah, and you can tell how much bigger he is than Dennis when they're standing and playing next to each other. Yeah, like longer. Yeah, definitely. I like his, I like their young pieces in Sacto. Like, I, I like, of course, I'm always going to be partial to Justin Jackson. He kept he helped win a, Cause he's from win a, a ship for us at UNC. Love him. A, a championship. Um, Champion. Ship. Championship. Just wanted to make sure. Just wanted to clear yeah. that up. He helped us win a title. Um, 
Uh, and I like Jackson, but I like I like Bogdan a lot too. In the off season, we asked this question on this podcast. I can't. You tweeted this at me. I can't remember like what you were talking about. We did. We talked about this. Would you trade straight up Nerlens Noel for Willie Cauley Stein? We talked about this. This was something that you and I both. Did we say no? We were we were back going back and forth on it. And I think we eventually said no. This was before all the Nerlens drama. Okay, so we were just assuming that he was like re-signing or something. Yeah. Because huh. it was pretty even at that point. Now, yeah. it's, now it's not. I mean, yeah, I like Big Willie. Like there are pieces like that with like I think Jacks can be something. I think Big Willie, Fox, Bogdan, like this would be a perfect team for Porter Jr. Yeah, I think yeah. this would be a really good team for him. Yeah, I mean they're not going to go for a Trey Young or something. I don't think they will. No, um, not with Fox and Buddy. Like I like Buddy Hield a lot too. So. Yeah, a couple this, people were, on Twitter were surprised that Buddy Hield comes off the bench. Uh, they switch up their crap so much. George Hill logged 15 minutes tonight. And George Hill was also coming off the bench. Do you know the only other player that is uh, coming off the bench currently that makes 20 or more a game? Or 20 or, 20 or more million a year? Oh, gosh. No. I thought it was going to be Ennis Cancer, but it's not. It's Chandler Parsons. <laughs> Does he ever come off the bench? Like, mm-hmm. leave the bench? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he, I think he's he's played like twenty something games and he's only started seven. Also, I just have to give Vince Carter love you. That's all I gotta say. I was playing this game during the, during on Twitter during the game today. Uh, the nineteen ninety eight draft was when Dirk and Vince Carter both went in the top ten. Isaac Harris, how old were you during the nineteen ninety eight draft, and what were you doing? I was eight. I don't know what I was doing when I was eight years old. <laughs> Where'd you live? Um, back in Kentucky, small town, Council, Kentucky. I was six, and we lived in Michigan at the time. Oh, yeah, Michigan. That's Ran- weird. Random. I loved the people that were saying that they were negative four. That was great. <laughs> Those are my favorite ones. <laughs> I was negative four. I was negative four years old. Those are so awesome. <laughs> oh man. You wouldn't even have thought. All right. Well, we were going to do one thing, but I guess we're not going to do it now. So any any other thoughts? We can do it tomorrow for tomorrow's pod. Guys, uh, if you're weak, if you are one of the people that say the week starts on Sunday and you're listening to this right now, it's trade deadline week. Oh. Big time. Also. Let's go. Give me your score prediction for the Super Bowl. Ooh. Oh, okay. I want to do that. I want to talk about one thing. Uh, after that so my score prediction i i think i've been hearing this a lot i think it's gonna be like 27 24 patriots 27 24 patriots okay yeah i'm gonna say 23 to 23 i thought you were gonna say six (laughs) to 21 patriots anyway patriots always play close games they do. It's hard Today, to bet against Tom. Tonight, I went to a 105.3 The Fan fan event, and there was five, there was five people in Eagles jerseys there. Like, what are you doing here? Interesting. This is the, like, you're at an event for the flagship station for the Cowboys. Yeah. But it was what, a cool like, event. It was good stuff. Was it, like, a football event? It was at a brewing company. It, it was actually really sweet. We got to, like, go inside and see where all the, like, those big silo things that they, they brew yeah. in. 
And uh, it was like a it was a table football thing. They had all these table football things set up. They did this huge tournament, like paper football, like you flick it. Yep. They had like Holy twelve crap. or you know twelve or fourteen tables set up, and everybody was just going against one other person in this big tournament. They had food food trucks there. It was good. It was a good time. Was your, was your boy uh, Jeff Skin Wade there? Skin Wade was there. He made it back from Minnesota. Chris Arnold, we saw him. No, it's good stuff. Uh, can I tell you a joke that Chris Arnold told me? I guess so. It's Mavs related. It's okay. a little. It's a little dirty though. If you're not okay with dirty jokes, just turn off the pod. It's a dirty Mavs joke. Not a Mavs joke, but it's Mavs related because it's Chris Arnold. Okay. Uh. There's Is a guy. He okay with you telling this over the pod? He told it to like a whole bunch of people today. <laughs> okay. He was like going around telling these jokes to people because I think oh. he was bored. <laughs> Had he had a few? Guy walk, guy walking up and down. There's a guy with uh, with one arm that was walking up and down the street, and uh, he was just very upset because he had recently lost his arm, and he was gonna, he was gonna, you know, commit suicide. But then he saw a guy that was with, without either of his arms, and just two legs, and he was bouncing up and down the the street, and he looked all happy, and he was just bouncing up and down, and the guy was like, man, if that guy can be happy with no arms, then I should be happy with at least my one arm. And so he goes up to the guy and he says, hey, you know, I just wanted to say that, you know, you bouncing up and down like that really just, you know, touched me. And, it, you know, because I can, you know, because you can live like that, I decided not to, to kill myself. And the guy was like, what are you talking about? My balls itch. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Guys bouncing up and down. What kind of joke is that? <laughs> <laughs> that was a Chris Arnold joke. <laughs> How did you come up with something? I like don't know. That? I don't know if he came up with it or heard it somewhere. It's just super random. He just told me and like a whole bunch of other people. What the heck? No clue. Oh, Chris Arnold had to tell him. I heard about your jokes. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, oh, the one other thing I want to get to uh, was on Woj's pod. They had a. Uh, I listened to that today, and my wife got really upset in the car. Because and she and she voice. was like, "Can you turn this man off, please? I am so <laughs> tired of hearing his voice." <laughs> yeah, the way Woj talks on podcasts is just—it's hard sometimes. But yeah. that trade that they talked about with Jason Kidd, yeah, that was crazy. Where they talked about that De- Devin George didn't want to didn't want to sign like his no trade or sign his what was it? Yeah, so bird rights or something. He had this like a similar thing like Nerlens has now. The whole background stories behind that that trade is insane, man. Like they literally camped outside of like Devin George's house. I mean, they there's different people that tell the story and it's like over exaggerated, but that they waited and waited just for him to leave to sign this paper. This was when they were getting Jason Kidd the second time, right? Like they were getting him when they eventually got him to win the title. Because they eventually traded Devin Harris for him in that deal. And this story was told by Bobby Marks, who used to be, I think, the assistant GM of the Nets. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed in that podcast because I thought it was going to be like rumors-based, and it was literally just about Bobby being... Yeah, I liked it because it was an inside basketball kind of Yeah, it was cool, but I I was expecting more. But... It was really cool hearing talk, and then like the whole the side another side. There's a bunch of side stories about that trade, but the the side story about Stackhouse and now how open he was. Yes, he was literally like so open, saying, "All right, that's cool. I'm just gonna get bought out and go back to Dallas." Like <laughs> he was so like cool about that. And, and then the league called him and said that you can no longer include Stackhouse in that trade. 
<laughs> yeah, and now they're now that's part of like a rule now. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. This is why players don't ever say anything about trades. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was really funny. It's worth a listen. I can't, it's probably about 20 minutes into the podcast where they talk about that Dallas trade or something like that. So yeah. uh, go check out the Woj Pod if you want to hear about that. It was just interesting. So there you go, guys. That's our talk today for Locked On Mavericks. Uh, tomorrow we will talk about – we will go through 10 names during the trade deadline, and we will tell you whether they think they're going to stay on their team whether they're going to go, and potentially what team we think they're going to be on. Exactly. I'm excited. A couple Mavericks on it. I'm excited about that. Thank you so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Peace. Boom. Boom.